Hello, and welcome to the Moving Stevens Point Forward podcast, a podcast focused on the community of Stevens Point in central Wisconsin. Your host, John Yeager, will discuss the amenities, community events, businesses, and groups that make central Wisconsin unique. Thanks for listening, and be sure to spread the word about our podcast. And now, on to today's show. Hello, this is John with Point Forward Physical Therapy, and today we have Amy Fox of the Frostbite Run, uh, also with the YMCA, correct, Amy? Correct. Yeah. So you guys have had the Frostbite going for quite a while. What is the history behind the Frostbite Run? Can you tell me? So the Frostbite Run started in 1975. So this year is, it's right in our title, it's our 46th annual Frostbite Winter Run Walk. Um, and again, going back to the history, I don't know tons of it because it's well beyond my time. Um, but I do know that they just wanted to start something unique. And at that time, there really weren't any, um, winter runs around here. Usually you had to wait till spring or summer to do a a 5k, 10k or five mile or Mm -hmm. any of the runs around here. Even the, um, the point Bach, which is kind of winter ish, it's spring didn't start until 1982. So the frostbite's been around a long time, and it's unique in its way of running in the winter. Sure. And it's always been something that the Y has had a hold of. That's not something that's come from anywhere else. Correct. We had started it back then, and we have continued to run it every year. The only year it didn't run was last year, and we did run it. We just ran it virtually. Sure. Yep. Now, you had kind of mentioned, but can you clarify the distances? What are the distances for this year? For this year, we have our traditional 10-mile and 5-mile, which has always been there. But we do have a 2.5-mile. And we added in that the 2.5 or 5 can be a non-competitive walk as well, um, just so we can get more people involved so people don't feel like they have to be in athletic runner or, you know, train hard to do this, they can still just grab friends or family and come out and have a good time getting some fresh air, getting a nice winter walk-in. Okay, perfect. Now, tell us about your background. How did you get involved with the frostbite? Is that something that you kind of, you were hoping to do, or is it something that kind of came to you? (laughs) Well, so this is part of my job. So um, as the health and wellness director, Um, The director is the race director as well for the races that the YMCA runs. So uh, it definitely comes with a job. I have, however, been involved with a frostbite even before I was the director. I often assisted with a frostbite. I've been helping with a frostbite for the last seven years. Uh, The last two, I have been the director of the race. Okay. How many people do you usually see come out for the race? Is it a pretty well-attended event? Yeah, it used to be. It is slowly dwindling as the years go by. Um, I think it's just there. Our market is starting to get a little bit saturated with races, mm-hmm. and uh, more and more people are kind of infringing on our uniqueness of pulling a winter race. Sure. Um, turkey trots are around now too, which we really didn't have turkey trots around, no. especially in this area. Um, thankfully, some people have. Plenty of time to run, and they don't mind running races every weekend. So we, we of course, love those people sure. uh, to come to our events. Um, but uh, in the past, probably even five years ago, we were seeing, you know, quite a few people, close to like 500 people oh, wow. in our race. Um, even pre-pandemic, 
we were maybe close to the upper 300s, getting close to 400. Last year with a virtual race, of course, we did take um, a pretty big drop, and we only saw about 275 participate in a virtual race. This year, it's hard to say. Um, our sign-up is a little behind, I'll say, but um, we're we're sitting almost at 200 right now. Okay. We have a goal of 300, so I didn't have a, a huge goal in mind. It's hard to predict what people are comfortable with at this point. Sure. Um, so we're I guess we're not sure if we're going to get you know a ton of people, but we um, we certainly have enough, and it will certainly be a great event and and fun for everybody that comes on out. Well, 300 is still that's a that's a crowd. It is. It is definitely. And like I said, just with the races that have been in this area, um, 300 is still a very good number. So with that, what, um, is it just you organizing the race or is there more involved with that? Um, so I have a little bit of help. So, um, there is with COVID, COVID really kind of, um, kind of hurt our business. We're, we're a nonprofit. So um, our staff had, um, we had some big cuts in our staff. So with that, there are less people to help run this race. Mm -hmm. Um, For example, as I used to assist in this race, well, uh, my position became like twofold. So now I'm the assistant and the director of the race. So, but I'm still just one person. Um, I do have one main person helping me. She is our marketing director and she is our foundation director. And so she takes a big um, piece off the plate for me, helping me get the sponsors, helping me with the marketing piece of this. Um, As for all the other logistics of it, I started back in late August getting stuff ready. Um, I often get UWSP interns to help me. Mm -hmm. And then this year, I just wasn't finding any, but I just pulled one in late. So I do have an intern right now um, working for me from UWSP, and I am going to get some volunteers from UWSP. So that's very helpful to have them close to campus uh, or their campus close to us. And um, they have a really strong HPW program and athletic Mm -hmm. training program. And a lot of those kids will come out and assist in things like this so that they get some experience. Sure. Now with, um, with the run and coming out of the pandemic, are you guys, do you have a virtual component to the race this year? Is it solely in person? We do. We have both. So we are offering the in-person for the 2.55 and 10, or they can sign up virtually for those. And if they decide to do virtually, we give them like a week span to do it. Um, and then even in that virtual component, we allow people to not do it all in one chunk, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So um, so if people want to say, you know, I want to accumulate 10 miles total, they have a whole week to do it. So they might go out five times and get two miles. Sure. So um, we really like that extra, leaving that virtual. A lot of people um, spoke up and said they really enjoyed that because they're not runners and they're worried they can't do that many miles in one sitting. Okay. So um, a lot of them were looking forward to doing it again this year in pieces over a week to accumulate a 10 mile total. Sure. So what is the route that you, is it a static route? Is that something you always run the same route or has it been dynamic over the years? It has been very, pretty close to static, especially the last, I'm going to say 10 years. So a lot of our runners Mm -hmm. 
like the route. So even last year for virtual only, in case they forgot, we were passing it out to them. Okay. Because some of them said, can we run the actual route? Oh. And I said, you can go right ahead if you need help. Here's the map. You okay. Know? Um, some people just, I've heard, especially the 10 miles, some people really like that 10 mile run. We take them way out on Old Wasa, all the way out Kashmir and mm-hmm. back. Um, so I, I had heard from many people, they were sad that, you know, if they were going to virtually do it in their neighborhood, they were going to miss the route. I'm like, you can park your car in the YMCA parking lot and take the 10 mile route, go, go for it. So, mm-hmm. um, so I think some people have an attachment to the route, which, okay. which is good for us. Um, so yeah, it's been pretty consistent. Even the five mile doesn't go way out on Kashmir, but the five mile does starting from the Y, we kind of take like a square loop heading out towards Old Wassa and then heading back towards the Y. And is it pretty accessible for wheelchairs, strollers? Is it amenable to that? It is. It definitely is. We will always see um, strollers for sure. We occasionally have uh, wheelchairs in the race as well. Some of our virtual um, people last year, you know, uh, sent pictures in showing that they were out for a roll, which I thought was awesome. Um, But we definitely see uh, strollers. And I've had people ask this year, and I said, you are more than welcome to push your kids in a stroller, bundle them up, get them in the stroller, and you can push them out there. We also allow um, pets on leash okay. for the race as well. So that people, if people are just used to running with a pet, um, sometimes it's just not the same if they're not running with their pet. Sure. And in the dog sled thing, am I good to go with that? Or <laughs> <laughs> That would be great. I would love to see a dog sled. Although I don't know if I want that much snow on the ground. Yeah, I was going to say weather permitting, right? <laughs> so with the frostbite being around as long as it, as it has been, are there any misconceptions that you feel like are out there regarding the frostbite itself? Um, a couple. I think that um, some people still believe that you have to be um, a trained runner to participate, which is not true at all. Um, we do have that walking element. And again, if you're going to get up and go, it doesn't matter how slow you go as long as you go. Um, and then the other misconception every once in a while, I hear people say, oh my gosh, I can't do that. It's going to be freezing. Well, maybe maybe not. So um, just thinking back, uh, one of the years right before, I think two years prior pandemic, so the one prior pandemic, it was actually quite pretty. We had big wet snowflakes coming down on everyone, um, made our pictures look really good. The year before, it was sunny and it was in the upper 40s. Our problem that year is our racers were hot. They were trying to strip off layers and they were trying to hand them to our volunteers and say, hold this and bring it back. Um, So I think people assume it's going to be freezing cold. And I always tell people, you never know what you're going to get. It could be 40 degrees. It could be 40 below. Yeah. So you just got to gamble and go with it. Well, (laughs) it's Wisconsin, you know. It is. is. So um, one thing I want to hit on, on possible misconceptions, is you don't have to be a member of the Y to actually participate, correct? Correct. This is for anybody. Um, we still get a lot of um, out-of-towners out of and out-of-state people coming back. Um, it's a tradition for some of them that they have run. They were possibly alumni, UWSP alumni, or they were just possibly residents of Stevens Point at some point. And something took them away, but they still come back for the frostbite. Okay. So if people aren't 
runners or walkers or they just want to be involved do you guys have availability as far as volunteer positions or we definitely do so um, we love our volunteers without our volunteers we could not run this race this race takes a lot of volunteers um, because of a five mile course a 10 mile course and a 2.5 some of them overlap but not all of it in every intersection out there we have volunteers keeping our runners safe um, keeping our runners on track so mm-hmm. they don't make a wrong turn. So we have to have a lot of volunteers to make this successful. As I said before, thankfully, we have UWSP really close to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do get some student involvement, which is super helpful. Um, I'm starting to see decent numbers right now for volunteers, but we can always take more. Um, the more, the merrier. We also like to have our volunteers just out on the course cheering sure. people on. We welcome people dressing up festively. Um, Some of our volunteers will dress up festively. It just makes the whole day really fun. Awesome. So from that side, you can volunteer. What about the corporate side? Do you have sponsorship opportunities available? We do. Um, We definitely take sponsors every year for the Frostbite. Um, We welcome, you know, big or small sponsorships for it. Anything helps us. We are a nonprofit So um, this race is solely put out there for us to fundraise um, specifically for our healthy intervention programs. So we definitely look for more sponsorship every year um, because that definitely helps us a lot. Okay. And with the frostbite being around, how long did you say? 40? 46 years. To this year, 46. 46. Oh, my goodness. So with 46 years, there's got to be some tradition associated with it or just, I mean, can you speak to like tradition or memories that you have of things that have gone on at the races that are unique? Yes. there's. I hear stories from it. Again, um, it's not something that I participated in as I was young. I did participate. I This is probably not the best advertisement, but in my college years, I participated with a bunch of college friends, um, and it was really cold that year. And I remember thinking, well, that wasn't that fun. I was freezing my butt off. So, um, But I do remember doing it, and I do remember it being a lot of people and really fun um, besides being cold. So, um, But for tradition with other people – I have a lot of people tell me stories about that they still come back to the frostbite every year because it's a tradition with them and their college friends or their family members. Mm -hmm. Um, Specifically, I'm kind of thinking of a group of guys that I know come back every year. Um, They're probably in their 50s now. They were college friends. Okay. And they they used to run it when they were in college, and they have now dispersed all over – Wisconsin or the United States, and they come back every year to run the race together as a group. Wow. So, um, you know, it's just one of those things that it's nice to have the college here in town and it's nice to see our alumni return. Yeah, that is. Well, and that's it's unique to Stevens Point in a few aspects. I mean, we have things like the frostbite, the Bach run, and even trivia, where you see these these groups of people that lived in the community at one point return. Mm-hmm. And I know I've heard that about the frostbite, where you know you you kind of have these reunions that of yep. group of people that come in, and it's such it, it's such a neat thing to mm-hmm. have available in our community. So um, now, when when is the race, Amy? 
The race is Saturday, December 4th, and the actual race start is is noon. It is going to be a staggered start this year. It's going to um, each leg of the race is going to be sent out in different five minute increments, and that's solely just to keep people from crowding mm-hmm. um, the start line. Sure. So um, we're going to just kind of send our 10 miles out first and five minutes later, the five miles and five minutes later, the 2.5. Um, just so we can keep people a little better socially distanced. Sure. And if people are interested in in volunteering or participating in the race itself, where do they go to look? What should they be doing? If they want to participate in either or, they need to go to our website, spymca.org slash frostbite, or just our regular white website. You'll see the link right on the front page. Okay. And everything should be there, and you can get yourself everything you, you would need. Correct. Okay. Did we miss anything? Is there anything you would like to cover before we wrap this up? Um, I think we covered most of it. Again, this is just a really important race to us um, for our fundraising efforts. I touched on it before that it helps our healthy intervention programs. And a lot of people say, what is that? What is healthy intervention programs? Our healthy intervention programs are Livestrong program, which is a program that we put cancer survivors in. Um, also is our DMP, which is diabetes management program. And again, kind of speaks exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, our soul to soul program, which is a program with people uh, struggling with mental health issues that exercise benefits them. And then our last one is kind of a little bit broader, but it's kind of people with movement difficulties that are caused by a chronic disease like MS, muscular dystrophy, Parkinson's disease. So all of these people have these types of chronic diseases, um, and we put them in programs at the YMCA free of charge, and we help them regain strength and things that maybe maybe they lost due to the disease or, um, for example, in Livestrong, uh, when they go through treatment, a lot of people, um, they lose a lot of their mobility and just feeling the way they want to. Sure. And we try to um, help them through exercise um, and then just group dynamic, um, getting them introduced to other people that have possibly gone through the same thing. Again, this is something that we do in our community for our community. Um, so it does take money to run it, but we don't charge people for it. So sure. that's why we do the the frostbite, all of the proceeds for the frostbite race, go directly to our healthy intervention programs so that we can continue to offer these programs to people in our community. Well, that's a really unique piece of this race, that it just comes back mm-hmm. into the community. So that's that's really awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming and sharing everything about the race. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Today's show is brought to you by Point Forward Physical Therapy. Please share our podcast with your friends. If you'd like to schedule a time to meet with a physical therapist for a free injury screening, call us at 715-254-3978.